This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 273, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode, I speak to Mental Marky Mark. That's right. He is back. If you're not familiar with him, he is the guy that wants to be a radio DJ, but actually works in the RAF, which is the Royal Air Force, I believe, for the UK. I'm not really sure what it is. Something connected with flying planes in the army. So that's why in today's episode, we speak about flying the airport and all of that rubbish The problems you face, let's say, when you go to the airport. In other news, at the moment, we are going to go back to a podcast every two weeks. As next week, I am doing a two-week training course in Cambridge. I'm very busy with the R&R Family podcast, where we have a podcast every day at the moment for a special competition we are doing. So the podcasts with the YouTubers and other podcasters for the moment we are going to stop but don't worry we will start again soon so here is today's conversation make sure you listen also to the end where I have let's say two surprises for you one not so good and one good let's say so make sure you tune into that but here is the conversation happy listening mental marky mark how are you today? I'm all right, mate. I'm 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 not too bad. Uh, it's glorious weather here in the UK, and I know you get annoyed because I always give a long answer to the first question. <laughs> well, I'm getting more annoyed with the fact you haven't asked me how I am, yeah. <laughs> and instead you've started talking about the weather. I mean, if there's one thing we don't talk about on Rock and Roll English, it's the weather. Okay, like that's just the. How are you, Martin? <laughs> Before we, before I answer that, when someone talks about the weather, that's like saying, I've got nothing to talk about, so let's move to the weather. Great start to a podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's just talk about the weather for the whole time. That would be a great podcast. Um, so I'm always insulted you asked me that, mental Marky Mark. But I'm thinking of your listeners because... <laughs> Yeah, because they really care about the the weather in the UK. Yeah, but they they know that British people are going to talk to them about the weather. Also true. Also true. Um, anyway, I'm always fantastic, mental Marky Mark. Thanks, thanks so much for asking. You could have just said there, "I'm fine. How are you?" That would have been a much more simple, uh, <laughs> simple answer for next time. You live and learn. Okay. I can't wait. <laughs> You, you you live and learn. Um, I'm also recovering from your daughter's third birthday party at the weekend, which was totally fucking mental, wasn't it? It was outrageous. <laughs> yeah. Outrageous. We, we will be talking about that in the family podcast, actually. But before we do that, let's start this show. And do you remember how we start the show? Let's take a look for any reviews. Do you think we have any reviews? I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you like you were really having a conversation with yourself in your head to find an answer there. It's 50-50. But yes, we do. We actually, I actually asked people like seriously to 
leave reviews and the rock and rollers have responded. I've got some real beauty, starting with one from Laura Keesgun. Apologies, as always, for the pronunciation. I um, tunes. I had to think about that. iPod, I something. iTunes, um, the fav- my favourite, and five stars. It says, my English BFF, which for people that don't know means best friend forever. And it says, I love this podcast because it makes me feel like I'm listening to my best friend forever. The subjects are picked up from everyday life and that is why it is so funny, human and fascinating. I recognise myself in the conversation with Martin's friends and guests as if I was with one of my old friends. Back in the good old times, I improve my vocabulary without any effort and have fun in the process. I listen to rock and roll English on public transportation and people around me can see me smiling and sniggering. Lovely word there, sniggering, laughing. My BFF Martin, thanks, you are fantastic indeed. What a review. So thank you so much for that, Laura. That is a top review. Thank you, Laura. And and, and sniggering as well. That is top, top R&R vocab. <laughs> Absolutely. If there's one person actually I associate with that word <laughs> sniggering, it would definitely be you, mental Mark, you Mark, for when we're in school and sniggering at maybe a rude word um, <laughs> like a five-year-old and with your... Let's say you also, I suppose, have a five-year-old laugh, female <laughs> five-year-old laugh. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, s- sniggering. If I had to describe you, what makes you think of mental marking mark? I would say <laughs> sniggering. <laughs> I I remember vividly the when if you were talking about me sniggering, I remember the very lesson that you're remembering now when I pointed out a couple of words in a general studies lesson with Mr. Ward. And Mr. Ward told me to stop being so bloody stupid. (laughs) Yeah, I think he actually said stop sniggering. Um, So just, yeah, for people that know, we had to study something in school called general studies. Just general, really. wasn't history or... French or maths, maths or yeah. science was just general studies. Just <laughs> there is an ambiguous subject if you wanted one. <laughs> so obviously, uh, mental Marky Mark and I were taking that subject very seriously, of course. Um, but on to today's show, mental Marky Mark. As I told you um, briefly in the pre-pod chat, we're talking about flying airports in general because Whoa. I recently went to Sicily obviously had to fly there and I was just thinking about the whole process and I thought you're a great person to talk to because you actually fly planes don't you yeah but not I mean I don't fly airliners uh I've done all the exams to do it um but I'm I was quite happy to stay in my job rather than move to the airlines so you could actually work for like British Airways uh I'd need to do a conversion but i'm not going to bore you with the details but eventually yes please don't um <laughs> but i suppose that could be your way into kind of um to become a radio dj because pilots often you know like we're cruising at five hundred thousand feet and like that could be your opportunity to talk to your audience you could just do like radio on a plane so 
I was quite well known for doing that in the helicopters as a joke uh, to to the crew and stuff. Because uh, obviously we'd be flying somewhere absolutely terrible uh, in a military context. And I'd be like, yeah, oh, best not to mention yeah, where. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely won't. Uh, and I'd be like, oh, welcome aboard this uh, Royal Air Force flight to Jalalabad. <laughs> Fantastic. You, you've got the voice for it, Mental Marky Mark. You would make me feel relaxed as a pilot on a plane. Okay, you've got the voice. Okay, go for it. Um, so, yes, talking about flights, flying, traveling, all of this. So, obviously, it starts with the booking when you have to book flights now i don't know about you but i absolutely shit myself when i have to book flights before i click that pay now i'm look i look at those dates about a million times i ask mrs r and r are you sure on this day i mean, i remember once for example i booked a hotel room and i accidentally booked it for the day of that day where i had the computer in front of me instead of like one month and it's just a nightmare it's it's just so stressful i have actually booked a flight for the wrong day but it was like 15 years ago so luckily it was with one of the low-cost airlines so it was like an you know like a 12 pound flight so the mm. grand scheme of things it didn't matter too much uh, and i had to pay a change fee because I, I realized right. before i went to the air i didn't turn up at the airport i realized when i was preparing the week before yeah like, my dates are wrong. Lovely vocab there in the grand scheme of things. So like overall, I suppose it didn't mean so much. I, um, well, I actually missed the flight once just because I, I didn't check the time and I was sure it was the morning, but it was the afternoon. Obviously low cost airline Ryanair phoned up and said, oh, I've missed the flight. Can I get a later one? They said, yeah, sure. No problem. Um, I, I thought, wow, this is easy. And then they said, that will just be £450, please. <laughs> I, was, I was like, uh, yeah, nah. And even to call the line is about £5 a minute anyway. Uh, it was an absolute nightmare. Um, but so, okay, so you've booked the flight. Next thing you need to do, you're obviously waiting. You have to pack things. And again, with that, I don't know why, but when I'm... If I have to pack things, I basically, I don't know, have a T-shirt. And I think basically I've had this T-shirt for about five years. I've never worn it. I think I'll take this on holiday with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm currently going through that process. Uh, but I realize I don't have any clothes to wear. <laughs> I'm the same, actually. I mean, I, I say how I go shopping about one time every five years. But... <laughs> I think it I think it is about time I actually bought some t-shirts I was looking at some the other day just thinking this is embarrassing this is a, this is actually embarrassing now I, I get embarrassed especially when I see our friend um you know the one I'm talking about who is very trendy and he turns up in a new outfit every time we see him he's very fashionable whereas I like you wear clothes from five to eight years ago <laughs> In fact, that exact friend you're talking about every time I see him points out how long I've had my clothes for. I think he keeps track. He must have like a small book and he says something like, I fucking saw you in that T-shirt in 2008. 
<laughs> I could see how annoyed he was at what I was, you know, wearing and my hair and stuff at the weekend. Uh, but he was kind of being too polite because he hadn't seen me for a while. Yeah, it's different when like wives are there as well, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's it's more difficult to be offensive to people. They they don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so yeah, okay. So you've packed your bag, then you're on the way to the airport. And one thing I've noticed, I think especially parents love to get to the airport like six hours before. It, it's just it's just madness. Whilst I'm the total opposite, I go literally last minute. In fact, when I went to Sicily at the weekend, I thought, oh, my God, I'm a bit late here. And I was running and I had to buy a train ticket. And then the man that was selling me the ticket said, calm down, calm down. So I said, right, OK. He said, why are you in a rush? And I was honestly, I was fuming at this point. And I actually said, sorry, I am actually in a rush. Like, I don't have time for this. Can I just have the ticket? And his response was, but I'm not in a rush. And I thought, I could not give a fuck about you. Just give me the ticket. Your job is to give me a ticket, is not to ask me I can't believe about my fucking that. life. I can't believe Yeah. So he said, I'm not in a rush. And honestly, at that point, I mean, there was the glass between us, if not. What would you have done, Martin? What would you have done? <laughs> oh, I, I would have ripped his head off. <laughs> He's lucky to still be alive. You would have walked away quietly, like all of us. Yeah, I, I would have done. I would have done exactly the same as what I did, which was nothing, <laughs> um, which was keep my calm, um, and then just say. I actually said, "I need to get a flight. Can I have the ticket, please?" Like <laughs> at that point, I think he knew I was annoyed, like seriously annoyed don't have time for it Um, i've also slept at an airport once not in a hotel of like thinking you know when you have those i think i had like a six o'clock flight and i thought there's no point getting a hotel um and the strange thing was i was in romania and a hotel the hotel that i'd stayed in the night before i think was like 10 euros but then i thought you know there's no point paying 10 euros i i'll just sleep in the airport bad decision yeah very bad decision that's where we differ that is where even if it took me into severe debt, I'd pay the 10 euros. <laughs> like. I mean, I've got to the point now in my life, I think I was about 24 at this point. Um, now I would pay much more because now I value sleep. When when I was 24, you know, I was I was too rock and roll, mental marking mark. You were, you know, you I, I'll, I'll sleep when I'm dead. Yeah. That's, that was my attitude, okay? Yeah. But uh, things have very much changed now. Um, I'll, I'll just sleep where I can because my child's keeping me up at night sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, any opportunity is a great opportunity. Uh, so, okay, so you've got to the airport. Now, if you do need to do this, you need to check in sometimes if you've got a bag, um, which is always, again, a worry because you're thinking, is this going to be 50 euros? Yeah, basically and then this is the other strange thing they say like your bag's too heavy you have to take items out and like put them in another bag that's still going on the plane so you yeah. kind of think that what's what's the difference yeah. uh, it's just you you want to take my money what one of our other friends actually told me once um he had spent a year in china and then he had to pay some money and he refused so he he decided to wear all of his clothes because he had to take them out of um, his suitcase. And he told me he had 15 T-shirts on. <laughs> he had 15 T-shirts and four pairs of trousers. <laughs> that sounds very sweaty. 
Uh, he told me that he hadn't seen his mum and dad for a year and then they saw him just and just thought he'd put on loads of weight because (laughs) (laughs) how did he get the trousers on yeah i mean doing that in front of lots of people like putting clothes on i mean that yeah i mean i would i would have loved to have seen it but unfortunately unfortunately i wasn't there um but okay so then you go you're in the security part now the worst um bit. it's the worst oh, bit of the whole thing 100 percent. it's it's just an absolute nightmare for example you have to take computers out and ipads they say and i always because i work with my computer have my computer again when i went to sicily at the weekend had a small bag everything packed in take out the computer and then everything fucking comes out at one point my homer simpson underpants <laughs> fell on the floor in front of everyone and i had to pick them up <laughs> they were not dirty um and it, it's just so embarrassing and then there's this like the stress of like trying to pick put it back in your bag and oh my why gosh. why do we still have to put our toothpaste in a c3 plastic bag that infuriates me and why do i always have to stand behind the people in the queue who have never been to an airport before in their lives yeah you know what and and they're usually old so i feel really sorry for them but i don't don't try to be nice you don't you think like what the fuck are you doing i lose my call in a big way the, the same as me and something i actually found on my five minutes research was a comment which i thought was fantastic and it said I wish airports would split security lines um, into people that have never been to an airport before and everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> some people just think, what are you doing? Why is it taking you this long? It's not that difficult. Yeah. Um, so where we, where we used to live in, uh, in the US, they had, it was a small airport, so it was never busy. It was amazing. Um, and they had this new scanner, so you didn't have to take your laptop out anymore. And you didn't have to take Thank liquids God. out. It was amazing. Oh. But then when we come back to the UK, for instance, Mrs. Mental Marky Mark has literally just got back from Stansted. She rang me going, this is hell on earth. <laughs> She's like, they made her take her mascara out, a little tube of mascara or something. And yeah, that- yeah, airports at the moment, in the UK at least, are terrible. Yeah, well, I mean, we're comparing it to uh, to America here. So I, they even they've even got great airports. The yeah. bloody bastards yeah. in America. Everything's just great in America. Yeah, apart from guns. <laughs> well, actually, that's another thing. Talking to talking about security at airports, like you go through it, and then I always just think, have I got a gun by any chance? <laughs> no, I'm okay. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> Have I got anything like, suspicious? Yeah, because... Because like, I tick the box. I don't know if there's batteries. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if there's batteries in my bag. No. Uh, and like, especially at the the other end when you get out and then it says like anything to declare and I'm thinking, have I got... Has anyone put any drugs on me? Is there a drug dealer? <laughs> like immediately, it's like when you see a policeman and you think, oh my Shit. God, what am I doing that's illegal? Yeah. <laughs> and you actually then just think, I'm not doing anything that's illegal. <laughs> just calm down. <laughs> Walking around feeling guilty. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so another one. So And then you get past the security and then you're in the airport and you have to walk around. They make you walk around the, like the, the shops, don't they? Like you have to walk through the, the shops. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, I, I block all that out, but I always have to get a bottle of water. Otherwise, I think I'm going to die. Why don't you take ah? You can't. You can't take the water. That's it. But exactly. But, uh, in in America, you can. Let me guess. Yeah. You can't take water, <laughs> but you can. If you take a water bottle, they have water fountains everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Bloody um. Bloody, bloody Americans. Americans. So much. Everything's so much just better. so great in yeah. America. God bless America. <laughs> um, but um, so again, I was I was actually at Gatwick Airport in London. And there was this bottle of water. It did look like a nice bottle. And then I went to pay for it. And it was £4.50 for a bottle of water. And then I actually said, I said, is this £4.50? And then she said to me, yeah, but you get to keep the bottle after. <laughs> and I said, I get to keep the bottle for any, for, even if I buy a oh. shit plastic bottle. Yeah. I get to keep the bottle if I want. Yeah. It's not, that's not like something fantastic yeah. do i get to throw it into the ocean myself <laughs> thank you <laughs> so kind um so yeah I, I couldn't believe it and another thing i always think a strange thing you see about airports especially in the uk um is that it just seems acceptable for anyone to drink a beer at any time of the day <laughs> like i've i've seen i've never done this myself but i've seen and i've been with people that have been drinking beers at like seven o'clock in the morning. You must have done um, it when you came to my stag do. I, I, I wasn't there. I, I would I didn't I couldn't make your your stag mental marky mark. But I've been on stag do's and everyone's been drinking beer at seven o'clock in the morning. No, but I'm point. always the one yeah. that says no. I, I'm not bringing myself to do this. I can't. Well, there's always a, a tip when you go through the airport with the corporal coma. He, he would always buy a coffee, a coffee cup. But then he would go to the bar at the airport and get them to put like a few shots of gin in it or some bit so he could not have to buy the booze on the plane. Coffee and gin. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think what he actually did was he emptied that um, or sometimes he just got the yeah the like the plastic cup or whatever and then put alcohol in that because you're not actually allowed to get on planes with alcohol um so that was his way to because otherwise he would have to go like five minutes without drinking (laughs) so it's like it's just constant drinking no stop (laughs) now we are going to stop the conversation there today and this conversation will be continued in the family area on the R&R family podcast which remember is the private podcast that members of the podcast have access to. Now I don't really like doing this because essentially I'm saying if you want to listen more you need to pay which I don't really like so much but let me explain this because for these month I can't even speak for these Monday podcasts members have a transcript okay with the podcast when you are a member you have a transcript and this transcript takes me a long 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 time to do so if the conversation is more than 20 minutes the task of that transcript becomes even longer and takes up a lot of my time. For example, now it's actually Sunday, 
4.30 in the afternoon. And instead of spending time with my family, I am making a podcast and then I need to do the transcript. So it is a lot of work for me. Plus, I was really enjoying the conversation with Mental Marky Mark. So I didn't want to stop because I've noticed a few times I have done that in the past. I'm talking with one of the guests, having fun. And then I look at the clock and think, shit, it's 20 minutes. Let's stop. So I've decided from now on, I am going to go free with the guests, let's say. So if the conversation goes over 20 minutes, we will continue it in the family area. But at the same time, I'm going to try to not do it too much because, as I said, I don't really like it, but it's more circumstances that bring me to it. And also, I actually love the chit chat podcast I do in the family area where I talk more about my personal life with the guests, let's say, Dan the Man, etc. So that obviously was the bad surprise. That probably wasn't good news. So the good surprise, kind of, is that when I do this, I will open up membership for 48 hours because membership is currently closed. But if you do want to continue listening to the conversation and if you want to listen to the other 900 plus episodes on the R&R Family podcast, you can. Okay, so that's the good news if you want to do this. If you don't, it's kind of a waste of time. But if you do, go to rockandrollenglish.com slash family right now. So let's have a look at the R&R vocab from today. We were a bit thin on the ground on vocab. So thin on the ground means like there wasn't much of it, let's say. At the beginning, I said to Mental Marky Mark, you live and learn. Quite simple, that one. A great piece of vocab today was the word snigger when we were talking about sniggering, actually from the review, which just think of mental Marky Mark laughing like a five-year-old girl when he was 18 in school. That is sniggering. We also spoke about a see-through plastic bag. Maybe people use this more simple word, transparent, but see-through is a bit better. We had Mrs. Mental Marky Mark say that Stansted Airport in England is hell on earth. And that was about it. So remember, you can find all of this on the show notes, which should be rockandrollenglish.com slash episode 273. Remember, if you want to continue listening to the conversation, go to rockandrollenglish.com slash family. I will see you all again in two weeks. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking baby thanks so much for listening to rock and roll english for more great content and to stay up to date visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rock and roll english we'll catch you next time